Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello again, friends, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Rivalry Week, South Carolina and Clemson coming up Saturday, 7 o'clock at Clemson's Memorial Stadium. Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell here on Gamecock Central Radio, and today was the Will Muschamp press conference. We record on this Tuesday. It happens to be Dabo Sweeney's 49th birthday today. Wes, how about that? (laughs) I was not aware of that. (laughs) All right, so, Wes, uh, we got injuries to talk about today. Only 16 minutes. Muschamp answered questions from the media. He opened with a brief statement about Clemson. He always opens about the – upcoming opponent he talks about personnel and he named about 15 players on the Clemson team that do a good job for them Clemson 11 and 0 and 8 and 0 in the ACC ranked number two in the country and Wes uh, the injury report for South Carolina you know it looks it looks like the Gamecocks took advantage of the Chattanooga game to play a lot of younger players and they've kind of healed up a little bit JC Horn Muschamp says will be fine on Saturday AJ Turner will be fine for Saturday and Muschamp also said that he hopes to get Aaron Sterling back at least in a part-time role for Saturday's game. Sterling practiced on Tuesday but did not practice the entire practice. So on the injury front, West, the Gamecocks look pretty good, except for the secondary, obviously. Yeah, you know, I think uh, you still have a number of guys that will probably be playing not quite 100%, but what the uh, Chattanooga game did do is at least allow some of those guys a, a chance to mend a little bit. You know, Stephen Montak. Uh, you know, has had a shoulder and a, a groin injury. I, I think he probably could have played if he absolutely had to last week, but they were able to hold him out. That sort of gave him a, a week to, to sort of uh, get ready for this game. Um, 
you know, like you said, JC and uh, AJ Turner were both injured in the Chattanooga game, but appear to be fine. Uh, AJ also spoke to the media today and said he practiced. He's doing some rehab stuff, but but he's good. Um, and uh, you know, we we talk about the secondary, but that defensive line had suddenly been really dealing with some some issues as well as far as injuries go. You know, DJ Wanham has still dealt with the ankle. Um, obviously, you mentioned Aaron Sterling, who's dealt with the knee. Um, you know, not that it, not that these guys who are banged up are going to be just magically 100%, but obviously having them on the field uh, would be big for South Carolina. Um, Javon Kinlaw is dealing with a little bit of a hip, but he's expected to play. Um, and then on the offensive side, I, I think given uh, a guy like Rico Daddle uh, another week off who, you know, w- was dressed out but, but didn't play but did practice last week, and Tyson Williams are still trying to get that cast down to a spot where he's comfortable holding the football. So, this is a banged-up football team, but uh, a football team that's uh, a good bit healthier, I think, than they were uh, probably this time last week. Muschamp was asked about the running back situation. He said that whoever practices the best this week and gives the Gamecocks the best opportunity to impact the ball game will be the primary ball carrier on Saturday against the Clemson Tigers. So Clemson opened as a 25-and-a-half-point favorite. The line has moved to 26-and-a-half. Wes, even if the Gamecocks were healthy, clearly this Clemson game presents a real challenge, and the fact that the Gamecocks are banged up doesn't help. Yeah, you're right. And I think, um, you know, particularly you look at South Carolina's defense, which has struggled at times, uh, you know, especially against the run. I, I think, to, to me, that's the that's the big matchup there that you worry the most about, I think, from a South Carolina perspective. As good as Clemson's defense is, I you know, I, I look at the other side. I look at South Carolina's defense against Clemson's offense, uh, Travis Etienne's ability to create big plays, and the fact that South Carolina has given up so many explosive plays in the running game. I, I keep going back to that. Um, you know, you look at angles, you look at missed tackles, you look at a uh, 7, 8, 9, 10-yard run becoming a 20-yard run. With the ETN, he can turn that into a 50-yard run. So, uh, you know, I think matchup-wise, it is a tough matchup for South Carolina. I tend to think the way this South Carolina offense has played recently that they can possibly move the football on Clemson as good as Clemson's defense is. But And they're going to have to move the football on them. You know, let's be honest. This is a game that South Carolina's offense is going to have to be efficient. They're going to have to sort of set the tone for this for this game if South Carolina's going to have any chance of pulling the upset. Muschamp talked about ETN, the Clemson running back, said he really stands out on film with the explosive plays that he's made for the Tigers this year. And Muschamp said that uh, the Clemson run game is remarkably improved over last year in his opinion. So I thought that was interesting. Wes, you know, what else was interesting to me today, and not just today, but particularly today, is the way that Muschamp is very measured He's very calculated in his responses, Wes. And I tell you what, he dances around a lot of questions, and that was never more evident than it was today. Muschamp was asked about, uh, and one question in particular stood out to me, Wes. He was asked, does Clemson have any recruiting practices that bother him? And he said very curtly, nothing bothers me. He just wasn't having anything to do with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, he, he really wasn't. And, you know, he was asked a question about, you know, Clemson's, atmosphere and is it the best atmosphere he's played in and uh you know uh he was asked what what the best atmosphere he's seen is and he said williams Bryce stadium and then uh you know uh gene asked him well what's uh 
what's the best road atmosphere you've played, you, you know, you've coached in? And he said, Williams Bryce Stadium, which um, was actually about as perfect of an answer as you could give because it was both funny and it could be accurate because he did play at South Carolina, or, you know, coached at South Carolina <laughs> yep. um, as the head coach at Florida. That's so right. um, it was a, uh, it was an outstanding answer. And it, you could, you could tell though, he, he wasn't going to give anything that could remotely possibly be misconstrued as being any type of, uh, you know, bulletin board material That's or right. soundbite or anything like that. Like he was, he was going to be extra careful. I think this week, I, I think that was pretty obvious. Yeah, he was, you know, he gave Clemson praise, but not overly so. You know, nothing was over the top. He said good things about Clemson, but he kept it brief. And to me, he was just very measured and very calculated in all of his responses. He was asked twice about uh, the emotion of a game like this and letting it get to your players. And, you know, Muschamp just said you you got to help your football team. You can't do things to hurt your football team. And I just thought that uh, he was very measured in all of his responses today. And it was only 16 minutes, Wes, uh, you know, the Gamecocks obviously have had big trouble with Clemson. The Tigers have won four straight in the series and looking to make it five in a row on Saturday. And the Gamecocks have been shut out in the first half in each of the first two meetings with Muschamp as the Gamecocks head coach. It was 35 to nothing in 2016 at halftime. And last year, 20 to nothing Clemson led at halftime. So, Wes, I really feel like it's more of a commentary on where the two programs are at this point more than it is what Muschamp is doing with the Gamecock program overall. Yeah, it really is. I mean, you look at it, uh, I think you see improvement in the South Carolina program, and I think, um, you know, as a fan base, you sort of have to try to separate the two and, and say, uh, look, you know, this, this program is making progress, but um, also, you know, you're talking about the the best uh probably the best time period in, in Clemson history right now and uh, one of the best stretches in Georgia history as well potentially right now. So um, it's hard when your two biggest rivals are both, uh, you know, up and way up right now. So, um, you know, South Carolina obviously needs to compete in this game, but it's, it's going to be tough. And You know, I, I think you look at it, a number of things are going to have to go uh, the Gamecocks way. You know, they're going to have to get bounces if they're going to be in this game. That's just what it is. But, um, I think you can always tell sort of what the message has been to the team because you'll hear buzzwords when the different players are talking. If you hear one word pop up a lot, um, that generally means it's been beat into their head all week long. And I think the word that kept coming up is composure. You know, I think it's safe to say two years ago in Death Valley um, that South Carolina's football team, uh, you know, sort of lost its composure as that game just got out of hand very, very early. And I, I think even last year, uh, South Carolina had some uncharacteristic penalties, some some instances where they really got overly emotional and let their emotion uh, get the better of them. So uh, the word composure keeps coming up. I, I think that's key. You know, even if South Carolina does all the right things, they're gonna, it's going to be tough to beat Clemson. But, um, you know, to avoid some type of blowout, they need to play within themselves, go do their thing, and just – Try to, you know, I think Steve Spurrier used to say, give fate a chance. You know, you uh, the last two years, they just haven't really given themselves a real chance. I, I think the first step to ever pulling an upset is just to, to not give the game away. And the game the last two years has been out of hand within the first, uh, 
you know, God, the first five minutes, I think, in Clemson two years ago. And, you know, you had the really early pick six uh, last year at Williams-Brice that put South Carolina behind early on. Um, you know, if you're South Carolina, you're going to have to take some chances. You're going to have to be aggressive. But uh, in some ways, you gotta you got to survive the, uh, you know, the first-round knockout, which is something South Carolina – has not been able to do the last two years. Recapping today's Will Muschamp press conference ahead of Saturday South Carolina Clemson game, 7 o'clock kickoff on Saturday at Memorial Stadium in Clemson. The Gamecocks were shut out for three quarters by Clemson last year. Clemson won that ball game 34-10. to Two years ago, I think undoubtedly the worst game of the Muschamp era at South Carolina, 56-7 to at Clemson. Muschamp said that we had some guys that flat out didn't compete that night, and that's not going to happen again. So, Wes, Muschamp was asked, you know, why this year could be different than the last two years, and he said that Bentley is better, and the Gamecocks are better around him offensively. Yeah, and I think, it, it, like I said, it goes back to the offense. Um, you know, they're going to have to play well. Um, that doesn't mean playing perfect. You know, they're not going to score every drive, but I, I think you got to find a way to move the football. you got to find a way to – uh, flip the field position, force Clemson to at least go the length of the field and, and stuff like that, and, and find a way to make some first downs. I, I think as good as this offense has been, um, a lot of their a lot of their scoring opportunities have come on off of big plays and explosive plays. So uh, I think finding a way offensively to uh, establish some drives that that keep them on the field and and keeps the Clemson defense on the field is another big key for this game. I mentioned that Muschamp talked about Clemson's personnel, and he started talking about freshman quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Muschamp said Lawrence has got tremendous arm talent, and he can make all the throws. He said that he's accurate, especially in the intermediate throws. Wes, he said Lawrence can make a lot of throws that uh, most quarterbacks simply cannot make. He said some of those intermediate throws are very difficult, and Lawrence can make all the throws. And he said the best compliment he could pay Trevor Lawrence is that Clemson is using the full playbook with him. He said, you know, typically with a freshman, you don't use the whole playbook. You kind of simplify things, but Clemson has not had to do that with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I think it's a good point. You know, a lot of times you do see coaching staffs have to take a lot out of their playbook. And, you know, I I think uh, part of what Trevor Lawrence has brought uh, is – a better running game by the ability for him to stretch the field in the passing game. You know, Muschamp talked about how improved the running game was. I think a big reason for that is that his arm talent allows them to stretch the field offensively. It gets you those two safety looks, and then they take those two safety looks, and then they're able to run the football on it. So I think that's a a big key for them this year, a big key for their offense. All right, Wes, we're going to play the soundbite from Muschamp here. He was asked, what's the loudest, most intimidating environment that he's ever coached in? Well, um, you've coached at so many different stadiums. How does the intensity of the crowd noise and just kind of the scene there compare with some of the other, you know, great places that you, you've been at? When you put 80,000 people in a spot, it's going to be loud. So it's, it, it's, it's a good environment. Um, you, you wouldn't wh- – what's the most intense one you've ever been to? Williams Brush Stadium. That's after, a dumb question, James. After, after the, come on, how, man. I mean, how about on the road? Huh? On the road. On the road. Yeah. Williams Brush Stadium. I was a, a opposing coach. Wes, you know, what was so funny about that to me was not just the answer, but the way he didn't flinch. He did not blink. He, he immediately gave the answer. And, again, he was just not taking any bait today. Yeah, he, he was on his game. You can tell us rivalry week. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, 
He also doubled down on the fact that they will be working on Thanksgiving, um, <laughs> which, uh, you know, it's pretty obvious if you're, if you followed Will Muschamp at all, but, uh, but yeah, I, I thought he was on his game today. And I, I think, uh, you know, it was, <laughs> You know, Frank Martin actually spoke after Will Muschamp, and they're like a little over a week into the season. And and uh, Frank Martin actually spoke longer than, than Will Muschamp did, talking about you know the rivalry game. So, um, you know, I, I think uh, that that says all that says everything there, and just how uh, pointed Muschamp was about making sure not to give any bulletin board material and not give anything that's going to be grabbed as a Headline quote this week. 7 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. South Carolina and Clemson renew this intense, heated rivalry. Clemson with the upper hand recently after the Gamecocks won five in a row under Steve Spurrier. Now it's Clemson trying to win for the fifth consecutive year. Wes, are you working on Thanksgiving? Is Thanksgiving a holiday for you or a meal? Um, I got to say, I, uh, I will do some work, but I still think it's a holiday uh, because uh, – I'm just going to be honest, if, if Shoemaker's listening, um, once I have that big meal, there ain't much work getting done that afternoon. You know, that that night I'll get some work done, but uh, once you get all that uh, that turkey and dressing and, and macaroni and cheese in you, um, I'm telling you, a nap is probably coming up. Yes, sir. Looking forward to the Thanksgiving feast and a huge weekend of college football headlined by South Carolina and Clemson. Wes Mitchell, thanks for the report. Sounds good, man. Appreciate it. All right, that's Wes Mitchell, Gamecock Central Insider, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in 
West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 